Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It is another glorious day here for Political Theater with me, your host, Charles Nash. I am here today on the Dark Knight mic, and we have a great show for everyone here today. A lot of news, a lot of things are hitting the news all at the same time. So we're going to go ahead and I'm going to get started. I'm going to go ahead and cut some music here. And we are going to go ahead, folks, and get this rolling. So right off the bat, I have talked about this in a couple episodes that we've done here in the last couple days. Um, it is still dominating, but there's more things going on than just the pullout in Afghanistan. But this is going on live right now. I want to I read this. This is coming from Fox News. It's live right now. It says, Afghan debacle update. Um, says Pentagon uh, providing new information on the evacuation of the desperate people fleeing the Taliban. Now, before I get into that, today the press corps pressed uh, Jen Psaki, uh, uh, the White House press secretary, and I'm going to tell you, folks, it was a clash to listen to. Um, they had asked her about what was going to happen with the soldiers and civilians uh, still trapped over in Afghanistan, since it seems like Joe Biden is sitting on his fingers doing nothing, even though he promised to evacuate these people and to get them home safely. I, I want to let people listen to this exchange before I, I, I talk about what's the article from Fox News. So we're going to go ahead. I'm, I'm going to play this so everyone can hear it. Uh, again, this is Jen Psaki, the White House press uh, secretary, and her standoff with the reporter. So we're going to go ahead and play this for you. Thank you, Jen. There are Taliban fighters right now carrying American weapons. They're wearing American fatigues, the full kit of gear. How is that advancing America's national security interests? Well, Peter, I think my or my colleague Jake Sullivan spoke to a version of this uh, last week, um, but let me tell you, uh, let me reiterate some of what he said. Uh, when the president made this decision uh, to bring our men and women home from Afghanistan who were serving, uh, he knew uh, he made that decision not lightly. He made the decision uh, with a clear assessment from his national security team about what the impacts could be. We have taken steps over the past few months to retrograde materials, to bring materials home, to make them not available uh, to the Taliban. We have taken those steps from our military. But our our uh, choices at hand, the president's choices at hand, were either to equip the Afghan National Security Forces with the materials and the equipment and the weapons they needed to fight or not. He made the decision to equip them with the weapons to fight. And we will continue to take steps to retrograde our materials and equipment. But uh, does the president have a sense that most of the criticism is not of leaving Afghanistan, it's the way that he has ordered it to happen. By pulling the troops before getting these Americans who are now stranded. Does he have a sense of that? First of all, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home home. We are in touch mm. with them via phone, via text, via email, via any way that we can possibly <clears throat> reach Americans to get them home if they want to return home. There are no Americans stranded is the White House's official position on what's happening in Afghanistan. Right? I'm just calling you out for saying that we are stranding Americans <laughs> in Afghanistan when I said when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home. We are going to bring them home. And I think that's important for the American public to hear and understand. Okay. And then following up on what somebody asked, Jake, the president likes to say America is back. But his policies have Americans getting beat up by the Taliban and Afghans handing babies over barbed wire fences. Is that what he meant when he said America is back? What the president meant is that we are going to continue to lead in the world, including being the leaders in evacuating not just our Afghan partners, not just American citizens, but now also our allies. And we have done that by evacuating approximately 42,000 people over the last month. That is Americans leading. That is our men and women in our military leading on the ground, securing wow. the airport after the Afghans fleed and didn't secure the airport, and ensuring securing. that we are taking care of our partners as we promised to. Go ahead. Well, there you, there you go, folks. I mean, 
that that was your secretary, uh, White House, pre uh, White House press secretary, uh, Jen Psaki. Uh, you heard what she said. Uh, they're they're on track with everything according to her. There are no stranded uh, American civilians. There's no stranded uh, soldiers that can't get to airports. They have a secured path to the airport over there in uh, Afghanistan in the um, city of Kabul. So this is what I don't understand. Uh, we've, we've got their administration again saying that everything is going according to plan, but yet we have our own defense um, Secretary of Defense, we have high officials in the military, and every one of them has said differ, different than what the Biden administration has said. Folks, it doesn't take a, a, a genius to figure this out. They're backtracking. They're backtracking because, for one, uh, they're losing support within their own party. They're losing support from Democrats who voted, who are lifelong Democrats. They're actually seeing how Joe Biden and his administration have ran things, are running this country, and they're not running it effectively. They're not running it efficiently. They're running this country into the ground. And it's just not with Afghanistan and the pullout. It's with the economy. It's, you know, with with the way that they've done away with Trump um, regulations that was working for this country. How there's no security on our southern border. I mean, I could go on and on the violence in the United States that's going on, the endless violence. This whole push to make our children dumber with this whole CRT movement. The list goes on and on and on. And for her to sit there and say to, well, to the reporters that were asking the question, you could see the, the level of frustration. Oh, I'm calling you out because of what you said. It's, it's not truth. No, it, it's, it's an actual true statement that that gentleman made. Those are legit questions. It's sad when you have places like CNN who cannot even defend Joe Biden anymore. Well, why do you think they can't? Because this has become such a debacle and there's been such a blowback, not a divided country, not just one half of the country. Everyone is seeing this. Everyone is making their, their words known and what they think known, that this administration is fumbling. This administration is failing. This administration has made the United States look weak. And this administration is basically saying to our enemies around the world, please attack us, do what you want because we're not going to do anything back. That's what this administration under Joe Biden is doing. And you have people in our country that are waking up. It doesn't matter if you're a Republican, a Democrat, if you're an independent, if you're a liberal, if you're a conservative, it doesn't matter. People are waking up and seeing this and it's alarming. So that's why you're seeing the pushback from the White House there. Going into what I've started off with, with this whole article here that it's, it's right now it's going on. It's live on Fox News. It's, it's the Afghan debacle update. It says Pentagon providing new information on the evacuation of desperate people fleeing the Taliban. So if you go into the article, 
It says European countries reportedly have been urging Biden and his administration to extend the August 31st withdrawal deadline in Afghanistan. Here are the facts. Facts, folks. Let me just say this now. Facts. Not propaganda. Not false information. These are the facts at hand. A senator, a, a senior U.S. official confirms to Fox News that the CIA director, William Burns, met with Taliban leaders and co-founders Maha Abadah Ghanav, sorry if I pronounced that wrong, in Kabul on Monday. Taliban sp- uh, spokesman said Thursday that the group will accept no extensions, will accept no extensions past the August 31st deadline that the Biden administration has imposed for the withdrawal of all American troops from Afghanistan, the Associated AP reports. European allies are applying pressure on the Biden administration to extend this, despite the warnings from the Taliban against crossing the red line, according to these government reports. Now, what does that say here, folks? Well, that says one thing to me. No matter what the Biden administration tries to throw to everybody here, they're in a tight situation. Biden did not plan this out. His administration did not plan this out. They thought they could just pull everyone and everything was going to be okay. There didn't need any to be any safety nets. There didn't need to be any countermeasures. I mean, you heard it themselves. I played it here last week with Joe Biden himself saying, well, I, 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 I don't I don't plan on on seeing the Taliban uh, uh, taking over the country. I, 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 I don't feel that people are going to get shot or killed. What Americans are stranded? No one's no one's going to get left behind. Remember, Joe Biden said that I, I played the audio of everything that Joe Biden claimed was going to happen with the pullout from Afghanistan. Everything that he said that wasn't going to happen has happened. So, again, the question is, what is he going to do? Because if the Taliban are saying, hey, if you're not out of here by August the 31st, uh, you know, bad things are going to happen. And you know what those bad things are going to be, folks. Everybody that's sitting, that are American citizens, soldiers that we have over there. And let's go ahead and just say it. They're stranded. They were left behind. Where are they at? They're in the capital in Afghanistan at an airport. And you and I both know, and if you're a military veteran, you should know this. They're sitting ducks, folks. They are, those people are sitting ducks. All hell going to break loose over there and that's going to be the number one target it'll be rockets artillery it'll be gunfire blazing and you're not going to hear anything from joe biden and his administration it's just going to be like hillary clinton over the whole issue in benghazi all over again you're already hearing the spin. Well, we've we've done everything we can. No, you haven't done anything. That's the point. Those people are sitting there and you've done nothing. Nothing. There was a mother, an emotional American mom here the other day, who pleaded to Joe Biden and his administration to please pull her family members and the people that's over there stranded. Let me repeat this again. Stranded. 
they were left behind. I don't know what happened to everything that I was taught in the military. We don't leave American civilians, American veterans, American heroes, any American at all. You do not leave them behind. But we did under this administration. And folks, I'm telling you right now, there is no urgency from the Biden administration. If there was, this would already had a plan in the works to get these people and they've already been out of there. There isn't. And the time's a ticking. So I want them to read this. It was published one hour ago by Nicholas Lamb from Fox News. Because they really seem to be only maybe this one or two news outlets that's really deeply covering this. It says, American mom urges, makes urgent plea to the bite for Biden. From Afghanistan, we are stranded. Please help us. I wanna read that again. For anyone who hasn't heard this, the White House press said we had people stranded. What did Jen Psaki and the Biden administration say? We do not have anyone stranded. That's a lie. Don't you dare use that word. I played the clip, folks. You heard it. Let's read this right here. I will repeat it again. American mom makes urgent plea to Biden from Afghanistan. We are stranded. Please help us. Sounds like a contradiction to me. With a fact from someone in Afghanistan, not making a claim, but giving a fact with a plea that they are stranded and need help. It's the same thing that was said to Jen Pazaki. If these people are not stranded and in dire need, <clears throat> why are small infants being handed to soldiers over a wall with barbed wire, infants, if there isn't an urgency of danger and death going on. No one in their right mind, no parent is gonna give up a newborn or a small infant, folks, and hand them over a wall to a US soldier who they don't know to protect the child unless there's a serious threat. I want everyone to think about that and try to put that image in your head. I don't care if you're for a war or against a war. I don't care if you, you know, if that doesn't bother somebody, then I'm just gonna say you have no soul. If that image of a mother or a father handing their small infant child over a military and fenced wall to try to protect them doesn't send chills and a message down your spine, I don't know what will. For military families here in the United States, and me as a veteran who's been in the war himself, you worry about your children who are in the military or your parents in the military every day who are over there in this. I can just imagine the military families whose sons and daughters, mothers and fathers are still over there in Afghanistan that are stranded and trying to keep civil order going on in a mix of all of this chaos and poor planning. 
I cannot imagine the amount of stress. I can I cannot even imagine the stress on the families here at home. That's a lot to take in, folks. I want really I I really want people as I'm listening to my voice. I really want people to think about this. Moving forward, there's other news about this. I mean, that that's just one news outlet, which was Fox News. This is from Newsmax. CIA, CIA Director Burns secretly met with the Taliban leader in Kabul. Now, folks, this has been, they, they, they've been for the last 24 hours screaming that this never took place. Well, now there's evidence that this took place. Now people are asking the, 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 the actual question. Did the U.S. government, are they paying the Taliban to hold off an attack for free passage as they try to get everyone evacuated? See, this goes back to what I said, folks, here the other day. We are supposed to be a country that sets an example. We are supposed to be the good guys. We are supposed to be the beacon of freedom and democracy. We are supposed to be the ones who right the wrongs and right the ship, so to speak. We don't negotiate with terrorists. So what the hell is going on? When has this become a norm now? That for 20 years we've been at war with the war on terrorism, with the Taliban, with Al-Qaeda, with all these extremist foreign groups. And now we're making bargaining chips with them? The same thing in that when Jen Psaki was pressed about why didn't we destroy our weapons over there? I mentioned this the other day in my last two podcasts. Why didn't we destroy the weapons that were left over there? U.S. uniforms, tactical gear, military vehicles, military choppers with secret software installed on them, missiles, ammunition, you name it. The list goes on. This was all left over there. And you people honestly think, if you honestly think you have in your right mind that the Taliban or Al-Qaeda or whatever group you want to call themselves, do you honestly think that they're not going to use that technology to them, to their advantage? Do you not think that they're going to press in the future if it's not already into the works, another September 11th. Remember the whole thing with, don't forget. Folks, September 11th is coming up. We are in the final weeks of August here. I read a poll, a poll on the Associated Press just moments before I started my podcast. I couldn't believe what I was reading. It was a poll taken by the AP about what was the direst need or issues going on at hand in the United States. I would have thought that security, security with our own people and to our country would have been top priority, seeing how the southern border is wide open. Seeing how immigrants are just flexing their muscles in here with no one stopping them. No, you know what the number one thing is? The number one thing that everyone is worried about, according to the AP poll that was taken, COVID. And in particularly, the COVID variant, the Delta virus.
According to the AP in the poll that they took, that is the number one issue that Americans are really struggling with is COVID-19 and the Delta variant. Now, folks, I'm, I'm not going to sit here. I know what people are saying. Oh, Mr. Nash, it's a deadly virus. It's killing people. Folks, the death rate on the COVID virus or any variant of it is less than you get with normal deaths every year with the flu. You have people with heart disease with greater numbers of deaths than you do with COVID. You have a greater number of people that have died from diabetes than you do the COVID-19 virus. And as I sit back and listen and read and watch, there's one thing with that AP poll that actually really bothered me. I hope the American people understand that we are opening up a big can of worms here and we have exposed our weaknesses to every adversary around the world. I don't know which is worse. The lack of common sense with leadership in this country or the simple fact that we have become so naive that we give out and show our weaknesses over something so minute, something that is has a low threshold of a deaths and death rate, that we've exposed a great weakness now to this country. Because now all you hear is, oh, it's COVID. Oh, it's mutated. Oh, there's another variant. We got to lock everything down. Everybody's got to go get a mask. Everybody's got to do this. We got to do that. Well, you can't breathe on me. We have become very easy and predictable. So now you've got other countries that do not like us or terroristic groups. Do you not think that they're not going to use these weaknesses that they see against us? I'll tell everybody right now, if China is as powerful as everyone says they are, well, folks, they've already won this war. And they didn't even have to lift a finger. All they had to do was brush the message, there's a virus. It could kill you. And that's all it took. And everyone lost their mind. The Western culture lost its mind. It lost common sense. We let a small group of individuals, small group of individuals, lie and coerce to everybody. And now what do we have? We've all become the monster that's feeding on itself. Hysteria. Mass hysteria. And frankly, I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to catch hell about it. It's we, we've done it to ourselves. <clears throat> Another thing that came out. Speaking of the Delta virus or the COVID-19 variant or COVID-19 in general, or whatever you want to call it at this point. This is being covered by every news channel, every outlet possible. Today, they announced that the FDA has approved the Pfizer vaccination for FDA approval. It has been approved. And as soon as it went approval, guess what happened? 
everybody's pushing, you gotta have the vaccination. You wanna have a job, you gotta have the vaccination. Or you could potentially face termination. You could be sanctioned. We may not wanna have anything to do with you. And if you have been vaccinated, you gotta show that and prove that you've been vaccinated. Oh, it's going on. It is going on, the NFL, for example. You wanna play in the NFL? You gotta be vaccinated. If you don't choose to get vaccinated and you're a player, well, then you've gotta get tested every day. And not only do you gotta get tested every day, you're gonna pay for the test every day. If you wanna come see the game, you gotta be vaccinated. You gotta show your card. You wanna go to a concert? You gotta show you're vaccinated. You wanna buy a ticket off of us? You gotta show you're vaccinated. You gotta prove it. I've been reading a lot about this approval. And I'm gonna tell you right now, like this one right here, Dr. Jia, FDA approval of the Pfizer vaccination, a good sign. Well, a good sign again for what? I keep saying this and keep saying this and keep saying this, folks. When do your freedoms end? And when do they start? And I know what people's going to say. Well, Mr. Nash, I mean, that's vague. And you have free. Do you? You have the government or the state or your job or some company telling you, you have to get vaccinated. I've told everybody what's going to happen. It's already rolled out. They're not even waiting until the 15th of September, folks. It's already started. With today's Pfizer approval, you know what else happened today? You've already got the military going, we're full throttle. Everybody's getting vaccinated. If you're in the armed forces of any branch, you're getting vaccinated. You know, the only branch out of all the branches that's pushing back on this is the Marines. You had some high brass here the other day that came out and said, we're not doing this. This is an infringement on our rights. We're not doing this. I'm not, we're not doing this to our soldiers. I read a review on that here the other day. And there's some other reports here. Again, every channel is going on about rather Afghanistan and us meeting secretly with Taliban leaders, paying them off, or the full approval vaccination for COVID. And then, like I said here the other day, folks, you've got, this is a head scratcher to me, you've got, again, it was just approved, Pfizer was, you've got Pfizer and other companies coming out saying, oh yeah, and you're gonna have to have a booster shot. You may have to get a booster shot every six months because, you know, we, we've got strains of this that are going to become drug immune. Well, wait a minute. This is supposed to be a cure, right? This is a vaccination. So again, like I've said many times in many podcasts, if, if the vaccine works, why do I need to keep taking it? It, it it just boggles my mind, folks. Speaking of the Delta variant, you've got, uh, there's a, this is, this is on Rutgers. It says, uh, limited co- uh, Chinese cooperation hindering U.S. fentanyl fight, Congress reports. Well, as we all know, folks, there's no security for the southern border. It, I mean, there's security there, but they can't stop the flux of all these migrants coming in. There was a report here a week and a half ago that 
high officials in control of our southern border said, yeah, we're, we're on the brink of collapse. It's happened almost multiple times now. We need help. So is this really a surprise that we can't we can't fight a Chinese uh, sentinel that's being smuggled into the southern border? I and mean, this is this is what I'm reading right here. This is on Rutgers. I, I want to read a couple sections here, a couple paragraphs. This article it says a man living in the streets of San Francisco, California, displays what he says in this is a sentinel drug fentanyl. February the 27th of 2020. It says weak cooperation between the U.S. and Chinese authorities in handling and hindering the efforts to curb the increasing sophisticated forms of fentanyl trafficking across the U.S. in this report by Rutgers. It says that there's been an explosion of opioids 50 times higher this year than in past years. Well, again, I wonder why. It, again, th this, is, this is not something that's new, folks. We have no security. The southern border is still open. We cannot stop the influx. This, this administration is just letting people pour in here. They don't care. I said this when Joe Biden took office. They promised all these things about, yeah, we're going to stop this. We're going to get out of these wars. We're going to do this. Yeah. And Joe is asleep at the wheel, folks. His administration doesn't care. They're not going to care about me and you. They do not care at all. And I mean at all. If anyone really thinks in their mind and their wildest dreams that Joe Biden and his administration has anything positive for this country, you've been asleep or you're on a drug. I just thought that was a pretty funny article. Not funny because we have a drug issue here in the United States, but funny that people are sitting here going, whoa, we got drugs coming into this country and we... We can't stop it, and it's all coming from China across the border, and, and you know, we thought they would be helping us. Why would they help us? These are the same people that we concocted and paid to create the COVID-19 variant, and then they released it on everybody after it went wild in their own country in Wuhan. Do you honestly, honestly think, honestly, So again, like I was saying, folks, this is not a surprise. And it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. What's coming in across our border. Turning now to the Washington Post. We have the same thing on the Washington Post, folks. Everyone is losing their mind that the CIA director is in negotiations with the Taliban in Afghanistan. Why is that a surprise to anyone? Under this administration, why is that even a surprise? This is in the Washington Post. I'll read it. It says, Taliban says Afghans are no longer allowed to flee country from Kabul airport. What did I just say is going to happen, folks? That's going to be ground zero for a huge attack if everybody isn't out of there before the 31st of August. And we're going to still have American citizens there. You, you bet your bottom dollar it's going to happen. We're going to have another Benghazi just on a bigger magnitude on our hands. And this administration is going to slap, snap their fingers and wash their hands clean and claim, well, we, we didn't have anything to do with this. There's no, there's no stranded civilians or military uh, personnel in Afghanistan. They're gone. It's lies. And we had the same thing with Hillary Clinton and Benghazi. 
We didn't hear their help. They didn't radio for help. This was over, remember? This was over a, a, a video. Folks, they were under attack for hours, pleading for help. It never came. This is going to be the same scenario. Again, reading from the Washington Post, it says, their, their article again, CIA director had secret meeting with Taliban leader in Kabul. It, it's everywhere. Everyone is shocked by this. Why is this so shocking? What? Because we had a policy not, not to negotiate with terrorists, and for some reason we're negotiating with terrorists? This is the Biden administration, folks. This is what you voted for. Corruption at its finest. Weakness promoted over strength. This is what they we this is what everyone wanted. And I know I'm gonna have people that's gonna go, I bet you're just a Trump lover, and that's why you're saying no, there's things about Donald Trump that I didn't like. But if I had to pick between either one, I'd pick Donald Trump hands down to lead this country because we didn't have this problem under him like we do with Joe Biden. As I talked about earlier, the AP poll showing that Americans are more concerned with the pandemic over anything. Uh, there's another poll here on the Washington Post, just as the Pfizer vaccination was approved. I'm going to read it here. It says the coronavirus pandemic has reemerged as Americans' top concerns. As the Delta variant rips across the country, according to the Gallup poll released Tuesday. It says 26% of Americans ranked the pandemic as the most important problem facing the United States. Higher than other pressing issues such as the government, the immigration issue, the economy, and race relations. The number has more than tripled since June when just 8% of Americans said the virus was their top concern. There you go, folks. Uh, this is from the Washington Post and the Gallup pool. So we have the Gallup pool now and we have the AP pool now, all claiming the same thing. Let's go ahead and come down here to the New York Times. I just want to give people a sense of what's going on across the country. Here you go again. Taliban, uh, Taliban urge Afghanistan's not to go to airport. Biden pressed over evacuation. What did I just say, folks, is going to happen? That will become ground zero. Joe Biden has put a big, big target on the American citizens and the American military forces that are there. Rather they be stranded or not. If you choose not to believe they're stranded, this host isn't going to argue with anyone. If they are stranded, this host is telling you, the fight that's brewing right now. You, you heard it when I played the audio clip. What did they say? There's no stranded. So, yep, we have people playing that. They are stranded. We have video showing people that are stranded. Babies going over fences. Here's another one. Washington Post. They were protectors in Afghanistan. U.S. soldiers. Now they need help. Going in back and forth here, here's, here's right here. Again, this is the New York Times. 
This one says, many older Americans aren't vaccinating, making the Delta wave deadlier. Now, I read this earlier, folks, and I wanted to bring this piece up. I have been saying that the war against the unvaccinated is going to continue. The mass true information, as I put it, is going to continue. The push to get everyone vaccinated, rather you want it or not, is going to continue. Rather, this vaccine is generally true and it works or not. I mean, to me, it's shown that it doesn't, but... That's my, that, that, that's this host's opinion. And I'm vaccinated, folks. And I'm going to tell you right now, I've still been sick. I, I don't see a difference here. I read this article. I'm going to bring it up. Again, this is the New York Times. So as I, I bring this article up, I, I kind of, I'm trying to figure out where in the article they're they're getting their numbers. Because they're claiming that uh, they have a map here. It says the more vulnerable seniors, for example, because they said this article is about how, again, older Americans aren't vaccinated, making the, the Delta virus or, or COVID itself deadlier. Well, folks, if you ask the CDC, and I've read this article, the CDC can't even confirm the actual death rates of Americans and American numbers here in the United States. It differs between who you talk to. They don't have the actual numbers. They don't know. Why do you think when they went after Governor DeSantis there in Florida about how Florida is rampant with Delta variant and people are dying and hospitals are overflowing, and how dare you make mandates and laws that says that schools can't can't wear masks and their personnel can't wear masks. Remember all this? It's been going on for the last several weeks now. The attack on Florida, the attack on Texas. Then it was, oh, Governor Abbott of Texas, he got, he got coronavirus. See, you reap what you sow, you selfish Republican bastard. Remember this? But yet the CDC, I, I'm, I'm quoting the CDC. They had to retract the attack that several news networks said, oh, well, the CDC says the numbers for Florida or the numbers for Texas is it. And then they had to come back out and say, no, we can't confirm that. We have no actual accurate numbers to confirm that. And they had to retract it. So again, I, I don't understand how you get this from the New York Times. It shows a map of the United States here, for example, completely white here four months ago. There's parts of it just red here and there, splotchy. And now, just in a couple months, where this whole map is deep purple and red. And you want to know where it's at? Again, Texas. Florida. And a lot of them that I see here, guess where it's at? They've got them marked as all red states. I, I look over here for a good example in New York. It's not red. Doesn't all the lockdowns that's happened in New York and everything that they debacled there all of a sudden, we hear nothing about New York and COVID. I'm pretty sure they didn't get themselves cleaned up that quick. <clears throat> Excuse me, but according to this, according to this, you older people, you're 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 causing not now. It's it's went from unvaccinated just unvaccinated to just unvaccinated seniors. Again, I, I want to know when you're going to start pushing migrants. Or, or when are we going to get to the root cause of this? 
migrants being pushed, flown, drove in waves across all across states across the United States. No vaccination. They have COVID. They've been tested that they have COVID. Half of them are, don't even have vaccinations for other illnesses. We're just ushering people in. And you wonder why sicknesses are starting to happen. I mean, that's just like with this pool and this article. Is anybody, are, are they adding these to these statistics? Are, are, are they just looking at Americans? Are they taking into the total count of all these infected people that's coming in across the southern border? I mean, because you might as well say they're, they're automatically now U.S. citizens because they're never going to show up for their court dates. So you might as well say, and, and then half of them are going to have, as Donald Trump said, and it's a true statement, they're going to have what's called an anchor baby. I mean, this is a legit question, folks. I mean, there's, there's no answer to any of these articles. I'm going to get to my last topic here for the podcast. I'm sorry that I kind of went into the whole debacle with Afghanistan and, and COVID virus here. But again, that's what's dominating. And I go back and forth because everything is so intertangled. And that's all you're hearing. Well, this one is, uh, this article I'm going to read you is from the AP. This was actually also on MSNBC as well. But this article here is from, was, was written for the AP by Kevin Freaking. This comes out today. It says the moderates bring house to a standstill in Biden budget class, a clash, excuse me. I'm going to read a little bit here. It says Washington confronting moderates. House Democratic leaders tried to muscle President Joe Biden's multi-trillion dollar budget blueprint over a key hurdle. Working overnight to ease an in-party showdown that risks upending the domestic infrastructure agenda. As tensions flared and spilled into early Thursday as a Band of moderate lawmakers threatened to withhold votes for the $3.5 trillion plan. It says they were demanding that the House first approve the $1 trillion package of road, power grid, broadband, and other infrastructure projects that already passed the Senate. It says despite hours of negotiations at the Capitol, the House chamber came to a standstill and plans were thrown into a flux late the other night. Says as leaders and lawmakers hurtled privately to broker an agreement, shortly after midnight, leaders announced no further votes will be taken until next week's session. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi implored Democrats during a private caucus not to bog down and miss this chance to deliver on what promises to be Biden and his party agenda to make America back better. Well, folks, I I talked about this a little bit here about three weeks ago. You're, you're, You're seeing the divide between moderates and liberals uh, in the Democratic Party. And I'm going to be honest with you, I don't even think there is anything anymore about moderates or having a moderacy in the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party has gone off the rails. They have shown everyone for what they are. They're all liberal, folks. They, they again, this is the party of Stuff my wallet with cash. 
sell out America. We're telling you we're not going to hide it anymore. And we'll do what we want to do. I mean, and what's happened is you have individuals in the Democratic Party that they have their own agenda for what that blueprint looks like. And then you've got these extreme others who are a little bit more extreme. And they've got their blueprint for what they want this to look like. Neither one of them are going to are, are anything good for the American people. And there's the rub. When you have people within the party that clash like that over how they're going to destroy the country even more, one plan more sinister than the next, you've got two conflicting sides. But, you know, there are no Republicans that are, you know, standing with this $3.5 trillion proposal. Every one of them has turned their back on it and said they don't want any part of it. They're voting no. I don't know. I don't really know what to make of that, folks. I mean, I, I really hope that the Democratic Party derails itself. Uh, there's an unlikelihood of that, but we can only wish. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the news for today. Um, like I said, there's a lot of it out there and it's only going to get worse. And here within the next couple of days here, we're, we're going to see how bad this is going to get. Um, before I end this podcast, I'm just going to go ahead and end with the statement. Uh, for all of our men and women out there who are in harm's way, please, from this veteran to you, to your families, please stay safe. Come home. Come back to us in one piece here, physically and mentally. I'm only going to make this statement one time as well. Uh, to the Biden administration, wake the hell up. If you're going to do anything right, get our people home. You know, and I mean this, you know what is right. And that's the issue here at hand. What is right and what's easy? Get our, our troops home safely. Get the people over there that is stranded. Stranded. Don't feed people this horse crap about there's no one stranded. There's people stranded there. You wouldn't have people crying out that are U.S. citizens saying we're stranded if there wasn't an urgency, if there weren't people stranded there. So please, get these people home, evacuate them. This should be the top priority. If we can have military and FEMA and natural disasters Within hours, evacuated massive multi-million dollar cities and neighborhoods and millions of people in a matter of hours. I'm pretty sure we can get who is still trapped in Afghanistan out of Afghanistan. And I honestly, folks, can't believe what I'm actually saying. As a veteran I ne and, and, and an American citizen, I never thought I'd ever be saying this about asking to get our, our citizens and our, our soldiers home that's been left there. Because, like I said, it's always been a military code and a tradition. And the right thing, you don't leave our personnel and American citizens behind ever, ever. If you're in a foreign country, you never leave a soldier or an American citizen or an ally at that behind. And it really does disappoint me 
out of everything this, this administration has done wrong and continues to butcher, I never thought I'd ever see something like this where they've basically turned a blind eye to our own citizens and our own military personnel, men and women that are the heroes. Never thought I'd, I'd see the day. So please, come home safely. That is going to end my podcast today, folks. Uh, again, this has been another great episode of Political Theater with me, your host, Charles Nash. Again, if you'd like to drop me a line, uh, I, I'm on YouTube, I'm on Rumble, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, we are on iHeartRadio, Spotify, uh, Pocket Podcasts, Google, you name it, I'm everywhere. Drop us a line. You know, if you want to discuss a topic that we've talked about, you can. If it's a topic you'd like to hear me discuss, let me know. Uh, If you just want to tear into me, folks, you know where to go. So again, this has been another episode with me, Charles Nash of Political Theater. Have a great day. And thanks again, folks.